All right, welcome into Jobbing Out. Um, boy, this is about as bare bones as it gets these days. Uh, <laughs> Glenn Clark, Brandon, Aaron well, uh, went over to London to not go to Money in the Bank. I I don't know, or not go to SmackDown. I, it's very weird. It's I have, so weird. <laughs> like you just you're the biggest wrestling fan ever, and you take your vacation during when this huge event is happening, and you're not going to go. Very weird. Very, very weird. But, uh, I mean, he did say tickets were outrageous. I don't know. I haven't looked. I don't know what the conversion is. Like, he said in pounds, like, what the tickets cost. Oh, really? Like, he, whatever he sent us, I think, was in pounds. So I don't know what that means. Um, I, I assume it means a lot. Oh, yeah, I guess. Probably. Probably. Um, but, yeah. So he's not here because he's that's, that's where he was. Um, and... Of course, AJ, I, you know, I feel bad. I can't blame AJ. We don't even ask him. Like, that's on us. <laughs> like, yeah, but he's also, he wrestled in Dublin last night. So I'm assuming oh, that. I don't, oh, no, I don't think he'd be available tonight, but he probably would have been able, available for other shows that we just didn't bother to ask. We, we, we will. But right but right now, AJ's probably at the building for SmackDown. I would assume that's the case. Yes. They're, they're on tape delay, right, for tonight? Oh, I, I, it'd be, if they, if they were live, it'd be at one in the morning. There's no way they're doing well, if they were li- No, if they were live, it would be, or right. Or, or, or the other way around, it would be at, you know, two in the afternoon or something. Right. Right. Right now it would like, no, this would right be, now, them, they're taping right now, it now. Yeah. It's seven o'clock in London. Yes. Right. So they're taping it right. Well, they're probably opening doors right now or whatever. Right. Whatever, right. And right. Then, so it would have to be on TV right now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they would have had to have done that if 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 it was That's, live. I was going the other way. My bad. Got it. Got it. All By the right. way, I think he said it was like four hundred some pounds. That's about five hundred bucks. Yeah. Okay. So. Well, you know what? I can't be mad at him. I, but it's it's the same thing for SmackDown though, or was that just for Money in the Bank? He. I don't think he talked about SmackDown. Yeah. Like that would be the thing. If you said, "Hey, it's too much to get into the Money in the Bank," I get that. But then maybe you look at SmackDown. Like you're yeah. there. I, yeah, I, and, I, and AJ's on this trip, which is cool. Correct. It is very cool. I agree with that. But alas, Brandon and I are here. I have Aaron's picks. We'll do picks and maybe spend a couple of minutes talking about uh, Forbidden Door and AEW. But indeed, Money in the Bank, which, as we were talking about, is to me the third. I get that Smack that SummerSlam is still very high on the list, but it's either the third or the fourth. That's what it is. Most important show of the year. Coming and, at, and then last year when Royal Rumble sucked, it was the second. <laughs> no, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, seven matches currently on the card for Money in the Bank. Um, as always, we'll do should win, will win. But I think if I remember correctly, I don't remember how we handled the Money in the Bank thing. I guess we just did the same thing. We don't have. There's nothing else to pick. Did we we didn't do like who the last two left or anything like that, did we? No, I think we just did. Will they cash in or not? I think we did that. Oh. All right. Very Didn't we good. do something like that? Like, will they Let's, cash in or won't they? I think you're right. Let's start with the easy ones. Gunner and, or Gunner. 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 Oh, funny would that be if Gunner, if Nick Aldis was on the card. Gunther and Matt Riddle, who I just happen to notice is listed as Matt Riddle again. Yeah, uh, they've been calling him Matt Riddle since he came back. That's a smart decision. I don't know why they ever did anything other than that. Especially uh, considering the, it's his real name. I know. I know. It's for <laughs> the part of it. title. Yeah. Um, you know, I, this is always where we can get into the we can get lost in the weeds on this, because if I say the should, 
is Gunter, then I'm ignoring the fact that the should is get Gunter out of this picture and get him to something bigger. Um, but, and the funny part being, I'm not really sure what I think is the right thing for Seth Rollins at SummerSlam. Like, I don't really have a clean answer for that. I don't think that they go to, to, I mean, like, I don't think it's the money in the bank winner at SummerSlam. So, well, well we know who it's not. It's not Cody or Brock. We right. know it's not them. They're not available. So I could make the argument that the best thing to do would be to try to get Gunther over and have him face Seth. But how are we doing that? Yeah, and like you would make the argument that you might not. I, I you know, we say things that mean nothing, and I need I need to stop saying things that mean nothing. You might not say that. I will say uh, that. I don't know if I know we always talk about and, and we've had the history to prove that they have people that lose the intercontinental title, go right into the title picture. I think in this case, and I know we hate it, but if you're putting in the title picture, I think you just leave the intercontinental title on him. Like, yeah, I think that I, he's been on such a tear that it makes him so much more a threat uh, to be the intercontinental title uh, holder going into it. And I know. There's silliness sometimes when the Intercontinental title holder uh, competes for the belt and they don't make the Intercontinental title part of the match. I think for this, I'm going to ignore those semantics and say, if you're going Gunter at SummerSlam, he cannot lose here. Like, that's yeah, I, that's my feeling. I don't I don't like that. And I'm never going to I never. I, I, I know. I know we don't like that. Flatly ridiculous to, to do something like that. All that being said. Well, I wonder if my six-year-old has an opinion about it because he wants to come in and hang out. Oh, good. Sam? That was yours. I was afraid it was mine. No, it's mine. Turning around. Not, like, where, where you don't know how to open the door, bud? It's definitely not locked. My six-year-old's trying to come up and hang out on uh, making his first ever appearance on uh, Jobbing Out. Hang on a second. Let me see. I thought he was outside playing. Hi, Sam. Do you want to? Who do you think should win between? Here, bud. Come here. Come here. Sit. Sit with me. All right. Who should win between Gunther and Matt Riddle? Who's Matt Riddle? You know who Matt Riddle is. What Which do you mean? One? You know who Riddle is. Oh, are you? They used to just bro, call him. Bro, bro, bro. That guy. You know Matt Riddle. Oh. Yeah. Bro. 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 Who should win between Gunther and Matt Riddle? Gunther. Gunther. Yeah. yeah. See? Even yeah. Sam knows. My six-year-old totally knows. Um. I, yeah, I'm right never about the my... should. The should is weird because if we want Gunther in that picture without the Intercontinental title, then the should is that Riddle. And, and let's be honest, I know there's some weirdness there, and I know that you hate when I say this, but if you ignore the weirdness, right. like, like yeah. Riddle should be winning a, 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 a solo title. You know, yeah, that should be I... happening. Um, but he shouldn't be beating Gunter. Like I mean, he shouldn't be beating Gunter. Now, is there some other things that might happen? And like the other things that are being, you know, whispered about of returns of certain people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's actually three people, I think, that are, that are being whispered about. There's one specifically that you can connect to Riddle. And like that doesn't need to be for the Intercontinental Championship either. No, it certainly doesn't need to be for that. In fact, um, it doesn't need to be for anything. That can just be a match. So, like, I'm leaning more towards 
the should being Gunther, and and the will is going to be Gunther, either way. I, I yeah, just... I I I agree that the will is Gunther. Um, I I'm I don't know. I'm I really am struggling a bit with the should side of it because I am struggling with what you're having Seth Rollins do if it's not Gunther, and I'm also kind of like. Well, again, the three whispered people that are coming back, any of those at this point, if you're if if, if if you're saying is the Intercontinental title. Yeah. All three of those people are people that could fight Seth Rollins at some point. Like Drew McIntyre in particular. I don't know why we're talking in code. I don't know. what. Drew McIntyre, Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton are the three people that I don't feel that way about Bray Wyatt. I don't feel like Bray Wyatt should be doing anything like that right now. You you never really figured out what Bray Wyatt was when he came back. And I think think that depends on what happens when he comes back. Right. Like I'm going to say Bray Wyatt asterisk. I'm going to say the other two qualify higher. But I'm going to put an asterisk on Bray Wyatt because if they seem, if they fix, they, you, you know, they had a happy accident here. Whatever happened with him might have been the best thing to have happened because now maybe they can rethink this a little bit with his return. Now we'll see what he comes out the the, the, the video game, you know, which doesn't really mean anything. But they're, te- you know, they're promoting the fact that him and Uncle Howdy are getting added to the video game in two oh, months or whatever. Massive. Massive. But so like the the I don't I'll say this. They would they would be added anyway, right? Like that mm-hmm. would be a thing that has zero context to the show or the person mm-hmm. in the show, whatever. They certainly wouldn't be doing what they're doing if they didn't know he was coming back to TV at some point. Well, I'm it right. wouldn't and be a commercial. You know what I, I mean? I agree that that he'll end up coming back. I just don't agree with him being in a championship picture immediately when he comes back because there's well, nothing. I'm qualifying it with how what I think they would do, and I do think they would they could do that. I mean, like, could I think, they do it? Sure. I just I, I, I think they would do it. Like now, if they have Drew McIntyre, to me, that's the most obvious thing. Like yeah. it has to be that, right? Well, as long um, as that's as long as they're committed to to him being a heel. I mean, the, the part of the problem with all of this is. There's been no work done. Drew McIntyre is not a heel. Randy Orton is not a heel. And Bray Wyatt is not a wrestler. Like, like, could any of those three end up being in the chain? Of course they could. But the work has not actually been done to warrant them being the heel in a championship match at SummerSlam. So, like, I, yes, it could be any of them, but... It would almost it would either be forced or there would have to be a lot of work that would need to be done in a very short amount of time. Yes and no. Like I would say in the new in the new era of them being able to tell stories outside of the bloodline, I would prefer less time Um, because it felt like even within some of the bloodline story bits, it felt like they had too much time to tell that story. Right. Like it felt like. I mean, and when I say that, I'm saying arguably, like maybe I didn't agree, but I heard, you know, you or Aaron say that they were tripping on their toes a little bit with getting Sammy or Jay Uso or whatever those story points were that it took more weeks to get to those than we wanted it to or than yeah. other, some people wanted it to. And I say that maybe they have the uh, gift of urgency here where they can tell a story in a con- concise four weeks and or whatever it'll be. I guess it'll be four weeks, right? Because the SummerSlam's uh, like the SummerSlam, fourth. Yeah, it's, yes, correct. So concise four weeks. Give me that all day to like eight, nine, ten weeks of vamping of 
you know, can people coexist yeah. or whatever the dumbass I, I story think, is. I don't think you need 10 weeks between Drew McIntyre and Seth Rollins as much as you need three weeks to figure out what Drew McIntyre is. Well, you could like, do that in five minutes. You, you know, he just you, kills you, him after the you, match. I understand, but like that. And then he comes out on Raw. That's and the gives, old WWE where like, we're just going to tell you now that this is the guy. They haven't done anything to warrant them being the, di- the guy. We're just telling you that. And it's one thing when um, we do Payback. Hold on, hold on, hold on. But he has enough backstory that you could have him come out on Raw and and say all the things I, that I, we I know, know are true. We're, that's as far as turning him heel, that's fine. I'm saying the second part is even if he's a heel, that doesn't mean that he should be the next person that gets a shot at the title. This is no, no matter what company does it. It, it only thing, works if they can make it personal with him and Seth Rollins somehow. Like if they make it more about. He is attacking Seth specifically for specific reasons and not just I need the championship because you're right. If it's I need the championship because you guys because uh, you guys uh, took me for granted or whatever, that sucks. Right. I but mean, if, if there's some way that they can tell a story of why he's specifically angry with Seth and that is what's causing his new character. But, I think what I'm saying that is that, that there should be other people that should want the championship and just moving somebody else that hasn't been on the show in front of the other people that want the championship is never a trope that I like in professional. Yeah, wrestling. but then, but what I you don't... would do with, but what you would do with that is then you would have, you know, whoever that person is come out and and Drew McIntyre would beat them next week on Raw or whatever. <laughs> to some extent, that's what you would do, but you've already anointed, you've already told everybody that's who the person's going to be, so that match is kind of irrelevant. But I know like, it, it's it, a bad it. trope that doesn't yeah. need to exist, and if you're going to do it, you do it for pay backlash for SummerSlam. I would always prefer there to be a story. Now this is a very different scenario where you created a belt and you're instead of doing stories, you're just having the guy wrestle for the belt every five minutes. Like I. It's a very awkward thing that you've created that makes it more difficult in order to tell a more logical story. The argument would be, and we'll get to the other, like the argument would be that Damian Priest would make a lot of sense, but he's in the Money in the Bank match, and either he's going to win that, or you shouldn't have the loser of the Money in the Bank match suddenly be, right. you know, the number one contender at SummerSlam. That doesn't make sense either. I, so, I will, I will say this though, just to piggyback on your point of what the belt is and who Seth Rollins is. They did do, and I'm going to give them uh, the credit of the person who is the greatest procrastinator on the planet. I'm not going to give them the credit of great story, but I'm going to give them the credit of they dug in and figured out how to make this Finn Balor thing make sense. Right. Like they clearly someone was just like, we want to do Seth Finn. And then someone else had to like make that make sense. And I thought they did a really good job. And I thought that. They've actually made Finn Balor feel so much more important in the process and the Judgment Day by proxy. Um, and, and as well as what they're, you know, they're doing other things with the other people in Judgment Day. But I feel like, uh, you know, that being, you know, everything we're saying being said, like how long ago did we hear about Finn Balor getting a push or whatever? Right. So, like, maybe this was always what they were planning to do. I don't know. But they have done a good job of making that make sense and t- giving you motivations for Finn to specifically want to hey, hang on. Bro. Hey, hey, I'm doing I'm recording something. Please. I my god, the disrespect that I get in my own house. It's overwhelming. <laughs> Hello. Sorry. All right. Um I I yeah. know what you're saying. 
I know. Yeah, so, I so specifically, they showed motivations with him and Seth, and I think they need to continue to do that. It can't just be guy gets title shot, right? Um, and I'll I'll give them a pass if they or if they're able to do that with someone, because like I can't tell you who should be, because that's the other side to this, right? There is no like person who's like they've done a good enough job with the Shinsuke Ricochet stuff that like, yes, those guys are winning matches and they're important. But you're you're also not like, well, obviously, Shinsuke Nakamura should have a title shot. Now, you're almost to that, but you're not really there. So, like, I don't think there is someone glaring that we're ignoring. You know what I mean? So. There's that issue as well, you know, like uh, other than Gunther and he's got the Intercontinental title. So I don't know. I I think that, listen, at the end of the day, if we get Seth and Drew McIntyre and they make it make sense to me, I'll be fine with that. Uh, It's not like I when I it's not like I wouldn't be able to be. It's not perfect. No, I I, get that's the part. And the part, the, the awkward part. And it's we're all by the way, we can just go ahead and we say we both. Shouldn't will Seth Rollins? Let's just knock that out of the way. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what we're saying. The the only part here, and the reason why it's compelling within this conversation, is the guy that is the guy, the guy that should be elevated to this moment, is Gunther. Like that's the one. Gunther, they have done the work with Gunther. They have created that guy, and it does feel like Gunther should be having his moment. It's awkward. Because I'll never be okay with him carrying a secondary belt into a match for the first belt. I'll never be okay with a unification match. All of these things are bad professional wrestling tropes. But simply, who is the guy that they've told a story that is elevated, that feels like the guy that should be becoming the guy to fight for the championship at SummerSlam? Without question, it's Gunther. Period. Like, that's... If you just said... To watch what we've done. Who is the guy? That's the guy. And I, and the only guy, the only one that they have singled out and identified and said, this is the guy. I, I guess if you wanted to make an argument that if you ignored everything you knew, you could make an argument that they've elevated Dom, right? But you would have to ignore everything in order to make well, that. Well, and we'll talk about that in a second because, the, yeah. We'll yeah. talk about that in a second. Um, but but the Gun- Gunther is the guy. All right, so so we're past that, and we're good with Cody Rhodes. So let's just go ahead and do Seth Finn then. I'm oh, sorry, we did Seth Finn. Let's do Cody Dom, just to get that out of the way. Dom's winning this match. I think Brock Lesnar comes out. I think he kills Cody. I think Dom gets the win. I think they have to eviscerate Cody. Like, I think... Although, wait, like, like I'm arguing with myself, like that's that's what that's what the wrestling trope world would tell me. But they've protected the shit out of Cody to the point where, like, I could see him kicking out after Brock kills him. Right. I, a thousand percent could see that. And and it's a twofold. So, like, thing. that's still that's definitely happened. That, that's the part I'm sure about. Brock Lesnar's going to do something. Well, if I'm, he's I'm, there, if he's there, 100 percent, he's going to do something. Right. Well, it that, would be stupid for him not to be there. You know well, what? In, in I just think, no, hold on, hold on. I'm, 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 I've decided what I think is going to happen in this match. I think what's going to happen in this match, I got it, okay? Cody's winning. Cody should and will. And I think what's going to happen is Brock Lesnar's going to kill him before the match. And then that is what's going to make Dom look like he has a chance to win. And then eventually Cody just wins. 
I think that's probably more likely. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if they tried to do something cute here, though, and just say, oh, it doesn't matter that Dom pinned Cody because Brock Lesnar killed him. And, you know, there's some other rumors out there that would suggest that Cody's going to be separated from the title for the entire year based on a couple of different suggestions of who he's working with after Brock. So if that's the case, I don't think it's the most damaging thing in the world for him to take a loss. That's not his fault. Um, again, going back to what we said before that this is going to be the summer of hard times for him or whatever. Um, it plays into the Cody story, right? I am, I am not, it's a, the idea of Cody taking a loss is not the end of the world. The idea of letting have Dominic Mysterio have a legitimate <laughs> win well, is embarrassing. It can't be legitimate. It's got to be Brock. No, I, when I say legitimate, you're listening the wrong way. I mean a win over a legitimate top star. A, but, th- but then you could also have him fight for the title on Raw or something, right? Like that. That's the other thing. Is like it plays. It actually does help in both of their character development and their story, like the stories that are currently being told. Dominic could say now he's the number one contender, you know, for the world title or whatever. And you could get something out of that. Right. Like, I I don't want something out of that. (laughs) Like, this is the difficult part about talking about this. Right. Like, it requires you to ignore everything that, you know, and simply just, you know, Go with whatever. Um, I, I, no is the answer. Never is the answer for Dom Mysterio. Never, ever, ever, ever under any circumstances until I see something drastically different. Right. Like now, again, in the world in which, well, he's on the show and so you've got to treat him the same way. I, I don't know. It, it it's dumb, but sure, go right ahead. Go go right ahead. I just don't – man, I, I am the wrong guy to talk to about this. I, I can't. I can't ignore how bad he is. I'm not capable of pretending like it's all fun and because they've gotten mommy over that that – like I, I can't pretend like it makes there a there there. There's no there there. He's mid. He has – on his best day – He's mid. And so anything that I say that suggests that he should be doing something, I, I, I'm, I know I don't feel any of it. There is never a time where to me the answer is project moving Dominic Mysterio's character along until I see actual something that has flipped where he's a different person, where he's really talented, where there is reason to have him do more things. I it sounds personal. It's it's not personal. It's that this has never gotten good. We have just accepted the idea that because it's over, and again, it's nuclear, not over, but like, you know what I mean? It's nuclear. That means it's working. It's not working. It's bad. It's he's bad at this. And I, I can't. I just can't get on board with anything where you're like, well, now you can you know, move Dom's character along. No, you should move Dom's character to a trash heap. It stinks. <laughs> well, that's it honestly could be something to get him to the trash heap because he could if he has a title match, he could blame, you know, start to blame Rhea for losing or whatever. If she tries to intervene or 
whatever. I mean, I it, eventually you got to get Rhea Ripley away from him like that. I, I don't disagree with that. That has to happen. And so you've got to get there somehow. Right. Um, we didn't talk about this because we kind of just glazed over the Seth Rollins match. But like, is there going to be a beat with Finn Balor there in the Judgment Day? Like, is there going to be there? There is something there that yes, they're teasing. They've definitely been teasing something. Right. But I, I kind of always assumed that, that Damian Priest turning face. Uh, it kind of should be right. Should it though? I don't know. I mean, I, I, the the thing I'm worried about is that they don't care about any of these people. Well, I've always been worried about that, 100%. I mean, we know that Triple H cares about these people, but we, we don't know if anyone else cares about these people. Well, I mean, if Damian Priest was 10 years younger, then they they you know they should be over the moon, but he's 40 years old. So, I I mean, what I said about LA Knight and why I don't think that you should, that as much as we like him, why I don't think that I buy that they'll elevate him as a top face at 40 is sort of the same thing that I would say about Damian Priest, with the difference being that Damian Priest has a drastically better look. Um, I mean, Cody Rhodes is 38. Yeah, but Cody Rhodes has been around for 10 years. <laughs> like, I, I, it's, it's I, different. I understand, but like, I, I think we're getting too hung up on the age thing. Like, I, I, who, who, tell me who's 25 that they can put the entire company behind. At the moment, nobody. But I, it's but that's my point. It's so a that, different scenario. I'm saying elevating. Cody Rhodes was already there. They didn't have to elevate him. He was already a star. They now have to elevate these people to the top of the company. And at 40, that is an interesting thing to do. To what end are you getting out of it? Which isn't to say that they can never be in main events. They can never be whatever. I always think it's better to use that at for a heel. Like Damian Priest is a heel champion. Makes some sense at 40. He has a great look. He can do all of those things as a top face. How much are you getting out of that? I mean, I'm just trying to figure out who in WWE isn't 40. <laughs> like, well, at the moment, it's you're, you're everyone at the top that. of the card is 40. Like, and yeah. maybe that's or older or older. And 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 you know what? There might be something to be said about them wanting that. Like, maybe uh, the no. maturity of we, we, the performer. We, we know that's not the case. We we know that that's why Vince McMahon ripped up NXT is because he didn't want that. He well, wanted he, right, but now these people are all back, right? So like these people that we're we're talking about are all on the show. I mean, all, Sans the ones that went to AEW, and if they hadn't, they'd probably be there too, based on what happened whenever everything shifted there for a minute. So now that depends on if they all are going to get fired in a month. Because, you know, there are rumors of of, of mm-hmm. some cuts coming. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, at the moment, like I'm looking at all the people, even the people that Vince McMahon was pushing. I mean, Kevin Owens is almost 40. Sami Zayn is almost what is he? He's over 40, right? Um, uh, Sami Zayn's 38, I think. But all these guys are 38 to 42. Like, I, I'm not going to get too hung up on how old someone is. I mean, again, does that do I think that means they're going to want them there for 15 years? Like maybe probably not. No, I, right. I'm saying. But again, I think it's a different thing. I think yeah, that's that I, 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 buddy, I see. I'm sorry. My six year old's back. This is a great way for me to do the show, by the way. We are, we're already everything else that we're already dealing with. Now I'm adding in the fact that I've got my kids hanging around. Um, I, I I'm the difference between 
someone getting a run and someone being elevated as a top star to me is the fa- the face heel difference. That when I'm ele- a if you want to make uh, a story out of someone deep in their career, sort of like the Kofi story. Now, the Kofi story was was double because it was also a black champion, which we had so few of over the years. But if you wanted to use a story of someone who didn't get those chances and now late in their career, they're getting a shot at it. Like, that's a cool face story. But elevating someone as a top face, I think you always want to be able to get eight to ten years of that person being a top face. I think that's the number that you're looking for. So when I say I think that it makes sense for Damian Priest to be elevated as a heel, it's because I think for a heel, you it's I'm not trying to say monster of the week, but you only need that person to be there for a couple of years in order to get value out of it. A top face, you're looking for years of merchandise sales and but, but know, some of these people, I mean, again, I think I think it's too generalized of a conversation because I think, you know, the people who can be even Cody, and, and I know you don't want to give him that credit, but like even Cody, but like let's go to the guys way beyond Cody, like those are diamond in the rough guys. Like you're not those are like might not even happen again. You know what I mean? Like I you disagree. might not get another like they, job. I mean Seth Rollins is the that what they did with the shield Seth Rollins is, is closer, but, but I'm the, just saying. the shield is the example of this. Like they created right. this thing when all of those guys were in their twenties and they got out of now, <clears throat> obviously, you know, Dean Ambrose left, but we're talking about Roman Reigns and, and Seth Rollins are still younger than these guys that we're talking about. I mean, they're they're and, right. They're right there. They're 38, 37. I mean, no, Roman Reigns is 36 and Seth Rollins is 35. They are no, four to I five years up. younger. Seth Rollins is 38. What? 37. Sorry. But then he just turned 37. When did he turn 37? May 28th. So there you go. All right. All right. Then then I'm off. That's fine. I'll. I'll Roman Reigns that. is 38. Oh, you know what? It's uh, the website that I'm looking at has not been updated. That's what happened there. That's fine. Um, still, they're still younger, and you've already had this for a decade. Right. Like. There is that like they they started this when they were 27 and 20 and and that's the point that I'm making like the point that I'm making is elevating to the top level a face is not ideal at this age and it never will be like even the AJ Styles was AJ Styles now 47 something like that Yeah, yeah he's old. Even the AJ Styles run came on the later end of what you wanted to do and he wasn't 40 yet like. You're taking a 40-year-old and making them a top face, and that is – like, I'm not saying you can never do it, but it's, it is not ideal, and we can't pretend like it's ideal. I, I am not saying they can never be moved into a, a main event opportunity or anything like that. I just think the way that you go about doing it, and as badly as we all want LA Knight to be a thing, I understand why they might not – be enamored with the idea of taking a 40 year old and trying to make him a top face. I don't know what they think they're getting out of that long term. And while we don't love that, I, I understand. I do. I have to understand. That doesn't mean he can't flirt with it or they can't give him a moment or something like that. Cameron Grimes, 29. Cameron Grimes would be a great choice for this. If they believe in Austin theory, 25. I've got no and I've had no issue with the fact that they now I don't think Austin Theory is anywhere near ready to be a top face. Um, I think they got a lot of work to get there. 
Um, and clearly, the, like Braun Breaker, they want to elevate. They like as much as we make fun of how bad they bungled the move on NXT. The thought process was correct. Like we can't. I, and I said that then, and I. He's not right. Wrong. By the time everybody wants to see Johnny Gargano on Raw, he's 40. Right. No, I get it. Right. Like, because they're, they're taking 35 year olds into NXT and putting them there for five years. Like Correct. that doesn't that doesn't get to where you need to be. Correct. And it's compounded by the fact that they also also have signed 50 to 75 you know, 18 to 22 year olds that are all just sitting down there doing nothing, not sitting. You know what I mean? They're not on the show. Is what I mean. And so, um, yes, sorry. We got off on a tangent where I know we went, we went all sorts of different places and I'm, and I'm babysitting too. Um, the, by the way, Aaron, I forgot. Sent us, oh, it was all from Dom. It was all from Dom. Yeah. All from Dom. <laughs> it's Dom's fault. Uh, Aaron, by the way, made it very simple. He had shouldn't will Gunther shouldn't, shouldn't will Seth and shouldn't will Cody. So, we um not a whole lot to be said there. Let's let's okay, let's, let's try to on. get let's try yeah, to there's get there's some in. other stuff that's gonna have discussion, so let's move on. Um let's go to the women's tag team title match because that's very important. Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler against the reunited Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez. For the record, Aaron has shouldn't will Ronda and Shayna and probably like that's questions. The, yeah, questions. Okay. Was Liv Morgan's injury real? I believe it was. So that gives me pause for a I, second. I agree. Um, the other thing I would say is, do they want Ronda versus Shayna at SummerSlam? I, I I guess this is the awkward part for me. I know you don't want it. I'm saying, well, do I, they I want it? I definitely don't want it. And I guess the question I was, at, what would the value of it be? I mean, they could do some kind of... Sp- shoot fight type of thing i don't I, like they're gonna do raw underground prop <laughs> nxt underground yeah <laughs> um <laughs> i i wish that i i wish that they i don't know how i feel about it i'm i guess i'm trying to say like what are they gonna do not what do i want it to be but like right. what do we think they're gonna do with ronda at SummerSlam? is it gonna is there a team that we think it makes sense to do some kind of Ronda and Shayna versus whoever like match yes, a super match of some sort yeah. or is it just them in a bukkake of six teams kind of thing um and if well, it's not any of that is it Ronda versus Shayna that's so, sort of where my mind is at so is it one of those things let's separate a couple of things do we think that oh, you know some of these things I feel like we can't answer without giving away thoughts on other matches <sighs> right it's okay like, well, no, it's, it's I think the first issue is we know what Becky Lynch is doing at SummerSlam, right? So there's not going to be a super team that involves Becky Lynch because she's facing Trish. Or or it's a tag match with somebody. And in, that's that's right. dumb. But yes, it could be that, too. But, it, you know, it's dumb. Um, the second part would be then what's Bailey doing? And the thought would be Bailey versus EO at this point. Now, yeah. this is a lot of. We're, we're creating a world in which there's a lot of women's matches on SummerSlam, which I'm in favor and of. And any I of like those this. could have the belt, right? Any of those could end up having the belt involved, considering that all these people are in the money in the bank. Yeah, y- yes, that's that's true that it, they could. Um, I'm not saying they should. I'm just saying. And, and I don't even for, think I, when I say when we say should, I would go a step further and say I don't think there's any reason for them to. Um, no, 
because Rhea's got to have a match on SummerSlam too. So I, I don't have any reason to take the belt off of Rhea in order to do this stuff. But I could see them doing that to Oscar. Um, and just making, but then what do you, then you're like, again, are, are, who are you not having on SummerSlam at this point? I mean, it just depends on what other bullshit they're, you're right. I mean, I'm, I'm telling you, like, I don't want them to take Oscar off SummerSlam. I'm just trying to, to determine, like, SummerSlam is not like WrestleMania. Like, they're not going to have 27 matches no, on not. this thing. And that's sort of what I'm, t- why, yeah. what I'm getting to is that, like, I don't even think they're going to do all those matches you just said. I, I think one of those is going to end up on SmackDown or something the night before. It's totally possible that one of them does. But I mean, that's, look at this weekend. But I guess I would say then is and there's no reason if if Bailey versus EO is just a match that you're going to put on Raw. Well, then d- don't let ba- Bailey and EO be the team to go off the tag. Well, titles. No, that's what I'm more concerned about. What if that's the one they want on SummerSlam and they, they say, OK, well, the one on SummerSlam gets the belt, although they don't seem to care about that for this weekend. So maybe not. <laughs> So maybe none of this matters. Yeah, maybe you're not. You're not um, so what what who do you see? Wait, where were we? The tag match. OK, yeah, but probably it's like I'm probably overthinking. It probably is just um, Ronda Rousey and Shayna winning. But I am given pause by Liv Morgan having the legitimate injury that seems to have uh, fast track the titles to Shayna and Ronda. Um, maybe. I don't know. Like maybe. I, but um, they're also now advertising these titles as titles that can go to NXT, and I don't see Ronda going to NXT. Well, I, I don't I don't make much of that either, though. Like, you know, just because they say they could, that doesn't mean that they will. Uh, yeah, but that's the first time. They, like, And they made a point to unify them and then say that. Like, I, like, it almost made me feel like it's more of a title that someone like a Liv and Ray, Raquel are going to hold because yeah, but they I also will go to NXT. I don't think and, it's out of the question. Remember, we have talked about how weird it is that NXT built all those tag teams after getting rid of the belt. I, so I, I hear you. And well, but I've said before, they can just create new NXT belts at some point. But they they're just, not. They're saying that these are the they, belts. But they can say anything and then do something else two weeks okay, later. I'm just sure. watching the show and telling you what they're saying. I understand I that, but they've made that abundantly clear over the years that nothing has to matter. They can always a month from now say like, let's create, let, you know what? Let's do women's tag belts and NXT now. But we said we weren't sure. going to do that. Who cares? Sure. Uh, sure. What I would say is I also don't think it's out of the question that if the point is just to get through SummerSlam with Ronda and Shayna, that they could have Ronda and Shayna show up on NXT one week. If you're asking Ronda to make one appearance on NXT, that's not out of out of you know care. And, and if and and if and if what we're reading about her being happy about this is true, then she probably there probably is someone down there that she wants to work with, right? Maybe. Right. Maybe that because be- it seems like she listen, I don't want to overstate this, but I've read multiple things that would suggest she's very into working with the newer, um, cooler talent or whatever, like people <laughs> that she deems as athletically gifted or whatever. Um, okay. Apparently, she likes Sol Ruka. Apparently, she likes, you know, there was a list of people that were rumored that she wants to work with or whatever. Okay. So. Take that for what it's worth. I yeah, mean, I mean, like, I, maybe, maybe there's something there. There might be. I don't know. I, what I agree with is that there, it would be warranted for Liv and Raquel to win the belts back. Like, that would be, in professional wrestling, 
they almost should win the belts back. The problem is there's really the only thing that's hanging up for me is the fact that SummerSlam is coming up. And I think that they have a higher priority of making sure that Ronda and Shayna or that Ronda's on SummerSlam than they do that Raquel and Liv are on SummerSlam. So I will default back to Ronda and Shayna retaining the belts. Yep. Um, next, let's go to, I guess we're down to the biggest matches. Boy, we flew through this. So let's do the, let's do the tag match. Let's do the Civil War. Roman Reigns and Solo against the Usos. And again, for the record, because I know you guys are going to take this straight to your betting, but Aaron believes that Roman and Solo will win while the Usos should win. I probably end up agreeing with Aaron. Until in, until shown otherwise, I'm just always going to assume that they have Roman Reigns win, right? Like, I just, that's the way I'm going to operate until he's not winning. The should is only in the context of what, what do you get to the thing that we want to have happen at SummerSlam? And, of course, that's Jey Uso fighting Roman Reigns at SummerSlam. <laughs> um... Would yeah, lovely, wouldn't it? Oh, God. I mean, just just for once, for once. If that uh, was the match, I would I would borderline want to go to the show. Like, I, yeah, I would borderline want to go. Yeah, borderline. Right. The borderline I mean, I, is because I have no confidence he's winning. So that's, right. that's the part that's, that would hold. Oh, me yeah. Back. If I if I had reason to believe that Jey Uso was beating Roman Reigns, then I would feel pretty strongly about that. Too. Like, where's Detroit? How far? Right. How far away is it? Yeah. How do we get there? <laughs> is, it, is it drivable? Um, right. Right. I I think I ultimately agree with that. Although, as I said before, I don't think the Usos have to win in order to justify or in order to do the match at SummerSlam. I think there's a, a million ways that you can do it. Um, and so even as I say that the that Roman and Solo will, I, I still would say that it's after that the match to do is Jay and Roman. But should, yeah, the Usos should win in order to get you one step closer to Jay beating Roman. I'm going to do it. I'm going to say that this is they might do this. They might actually pull the trigger on this win for the Usos in order to set up the match for SummerSlam. Um, So I'm going to go ahead and say should and will the Usos. I I like the thought process. I know Aaron would say. I'm trying to put positivity into the world. Right. Well, this is where Aaron would say, I just don't believe they'll have Roman Reigns lose two consecutive matches. And so if you want Jey Uso to win at SummerSlam, then you should be rooting for him to not So what you're saying is I'm actually a pessimist in my optimism. Yeah, it's something like that. (laughs) And and I get what his point is. I just don't. Yeah. This all comes back to, are they they letting Jey win because... If they're Thanks. not, by the way, and again, that's that, a different conversation. Like, if they are not, that sucks and all that stuff. Yeah. But past that, if he's if he is fighting Jay at SummerSlam and Jay's losing, then the Usos need to win this match. I, I hear you. I, I mean, they can't just do nothing but lose. I agree. I agree. All right. Uh, now the Money in the Bank matches. First up, the women's match: uh, Zelina, Becky, Zoe, Bailey, Shotzi, Io, and Trish. I tell you what, this is an interesting one to me because 
some of the stuff we already talked about, right? We believe Becky and Trish are involved in a match, right? Mm-hmm. At SummerSlam. We believe that Bailey and Io are involved in a match at SummerSlam. And that leaves Zelina, Zoe, and Shotzi. Of those three people, I would say Shotzi has the least likelihood of winning the would match. Would tend to agree. So we're down to Zelina Vega, who they have been pushing the shit out of on the show. Yeah. I mean, they've been very. I don't know if I would to the extent that you're saying it, but yes, they've given. They've you, been... Okay, but they're they're doing more for her on SmackDown than I think they're doing for Zoe Stark on Raw, only because there's so much more in the Zoe part and the stuff that Zelina's involved in is focused mostly on her. Yes, the LWO, but like a lot on her. Um, she's winning matches and tapping people out, stuff like that. So, and I hate to be like I hate to, for it to be about this, but there's also, and again, these are the things you never know whether to believe them or not. There's also this rumor that that WWE wants to have some shocking upset at this show. Now, is that Dom? <laughs> I don't know what that is, right? But if it's the, if it's one of these matches, that's where you could say, like, what if they're just like, fuck it, Shotzi. Right. You know right. what I mean? I mean, for the women's match, I mean, did you ever believe Liv Morgan was winning that? You Not know, necessarily. Did you, yeah, did you ever believe? Although there was way more heat behind her, clearly, right. than any of these people. Right. Um, but but like the Zelina thing, man, the pops are there. Like it's starting to work. Like the LWO thing, they're not like it's not like they're. They're they're like really crushing it the way we you know we would might want them to be with it, but it's working when they use it. Like those people, her and Santos specifically, are getting reactions. Now I can't tell the difference between the fake stuff they're putting in there and the real crowd. Mm-hmm. So I need someone to tell me what is real and what's not. But it feels like they're getting good reactions. Um, so that's interesting to me. Now, the person I know that the machine wants to be behind is Zoe Stark. Um, so maybe that's the answer there. And we, you know, money in the bank with a heel is always more effective, right? And I could see them slow burning someone like her more so than a face. Like the face feels like the one they just give the title to immediately all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm t- trying to talk myself into saying Zelina, but I just, I feel like it's Zoe Stark. I feel like that might be. Now, then again, that depends on, you know, it actually doesn't like she can be in the tag match and hold the money in the bank. She doesn't have to be. No, no, 100 percent actually works. So let me let me separate a couple of things, though. It's interesting to me that the odds have been so overwhelmingly in EO's favor. Right. Yeah. I, it's yeah. interesting because. Red herring I, like that level. Well, no, I don't know. Like, I get it. I get that it feels like there's the opportunity for her to come out of Bailey's shadow, that she's been better and better, that it feels like there's something there. But if she comes out from Bailey's shadow, presumably it's because she's now a face. And to the point, do you really want a face carrying money in the bank? And that's the interesting spot that, that I, I feel like we're treating this like what's the best story and right. the best story is undoubtedly EO, but isn't the best answer actually Bailey? Yeah. Isn't the best answer to who should be carrying the briefcase 
Bailey is the answer, right? Like, and, it, you, and you're right. It doesn't really matter what these people are doing at SummerSlam. Because, like, the money in the bank is about element of surprise. So they don't have to be tied up. Or it's fine if they're tied up in other stories right. and other matches. Right. Correct. And, the, and, and the it's actually reason- better if they are. Because it puts them on the show uh-huh. without you, like, really thinking about the briefcase. Um, yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. I, I, but I think for the same, you could you could make the same argument for Zoe Stark. Like, if we're making this a star-making thing... Like, if we're looking at this as we need to put this on someone that we want you to pay attention to and not, uh, like, like isn't, wasn't there a conversation we had about that a couple of weeks ago? Like, what is this supposed to be? Is this supposed to be people like Bailey and, you know, yeah, uh, Seamus and people right. like that winning? Right. Or is it supposed to be, oh, this is a person who this is elevating? Like right. Bailey, this doesn't elevate Bailey. Bailey no. is Bailey. Bailey's a main eventer. Like, but that's sort of what I said. I don't think that Money in the Bank uniquely should be necessarily about elevating or, or like, need to. It doesn't need to. I don't think it needs to. But is it? But is it? Is it what they want? Like that's um, the part that I'm struggling with. Is like, do they want to get back to this elevating people? Because I feel like for a while, I mean, maybe I'm really generalizing on two specific couple people that I'm thinking about. But I feel like, especially with the women, it had elevated people for the most part. Maybe. I mean, maybe. I mean, we're talking Carmella. We're talking Alexa. We're talking um, Alexa one, right? Am I making that up? Yeah, I, boy, now I got to remind myself. Carmella was the first one. Then we've got uh, uh, Oscar one. But that was a weird pandemic thing. Right. Um, but, like, you could argue, like, that her elevation was, like, mostly us and our feelings about her from NXT, right? And she came part. in and won the Royal Rumble, but that was that, too, right? You know, she wasn't what she is now. And you could even argue that they, you know, that they stumbled upon what she is now. But um, they had... Yeah, Carmella and then Alexa in 18, Bailey in 19. So Bailey Austin did win it before. And then Nikki in 21. I forgot about that. And Liv. Uh, Liv, yes. So, like, to me, that feels more like a Zelina, a Zoe, an EO even. Um, oh, God, if they if Trish wins. Yeah, I mean, that's 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 heinous. You can't, you but, can't do that. Right. No, but I know. But I think I think to me, I'd be OK with. Zelina, like for me, if Becky wins, I don't get that. Like unnecessary. I Zelina does something for Zoe. It does something for Sh- uh, Shotzi. It would do something for, although I don't think you've done enough with her. Um, e- wait, Bailey or Shotzi? Are they fighting? Oh, that's right. Her spot is on the line. Bailey is fighting for her spot tonight against, against Shotzi. Oh, so they're not all in the match. No, it's I forgot about that. Or, Remember they did the little oh, segment it, where Bailey EO put her in the match. That's right. That's right. That's screaming Bailey losing, right? Because EO's eh, the one that put I don't her know that's screaming that. And then so if if Bailey loses, she could cost EO the match. Yes, that's true, and you could do it all that way, or you could it, it could just be that. <laughs> I mean, like of course we're gonna have Bailey in the match. We don't actually care about Shotzi. We just right. It was just something to do this week. It just furthers along the Bailey EO thing. Um. I, I, I don't I don't know. I mean, like, yes, all of those things are options to me. I 
the should is Bailey because the best person that I can think of to carry the briefcase is Bailey, right? Like, I just, I don't think it gets better than that. The will, I, I, I don't, man, I, I, I think it's nuts that EO is such an overwhelming favorite because I'm, I, 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 if just, I was betting with my heart, that's who I would pick. Like, that's yeah. who I want to win. I just don't believe they do it. I I don't know. I'll go Will EO, too, I guess. I guess. I'm going to say, uh, and I'm going to say the should is, um, the should is EO. I, I believe that. I think the will is going to be, uh, I don't want to cheat and say two people, but I, I, I'm going to say Zoe Stark wins. Uh, Aaron says, should EO will Becky Lynch is who he says will win money in the bank. See, I think they're already teasing her and Rhea for uh, the, the, see, the, that's the other part that's confusing well, and, me about and SummerSlam. Could, and, and that's by the way, they could have Becky win and do the face thing in order to, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's they could do that's, that. That's an option. But I just it would be really confusing to me if Trish is just gone after this. That's the weird part. I agree. I agree. All right. All right. And uh, finally, the men's Money in the Bank match. Ricochet, Shinsuke, L.A. Knight, Santos, Butch, Damian Priest, and Logan Paul. What did Aaron say should win? Aaron went with should. Actually, I thought this was pretty good. He went should Santos Escobar. Oh. Mm. I would love to hear why. I mean, I um, love Santos I, Escobar. I get it. I think Aaron's liked Santos Escobar for a long time. Like, I again, this I think this separates two things. In in a world in which this is just about who you want to see elevated, I get the argument for Santos entirely. But this goes back to a bigger like. There's a difference between elevated and going to win a heavyweight championship this year. And I think you're skipping a few steps ahead with Santos for that to be the case. So he and I will disagree. I don't think Santos Escobar should win this match, but I think Santos Escobar should be given more opportunities because I think he's really good. Um, and this, again, will go back to why it is that I'm confused about what Money in the Bank is supposed to be, because to me, Money in the Bank isn't the moment for elevating someone. I think that you should be doing a tournament, King of the Ring, whatever something like that in order to just elevate someone money in the bank because the nature of money in the bank has been for it to be better for heels. I don't want it to just be, and I get it. Somebody would say, you know, you can, you can do the same thing with Santos that you can do with anybody else. You can have him heroically cash in on a heel champion that could turn him heel. You could use it to turn him heel, although you just got them over his face. It's not that yeah, long I, ago. I, I don't think you should after what you – no, know, we talked about that weeks ago, but after the last couple weeks, we didn't get a chance to talk about this because there's been so many other things. Mm-hmm. But, like, those segments they did with him, I, I was a little shocked that they did that yeah. with him. I mean, I think he deserves it. Yeah. I'm just surprised that they got that that right. happened. They see it. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> yeah. Um, for the record. Oh, hold on. One and the other thing, because because I I do think they deserve some credit for this. I so far because they can always screw it up. The way that they're positioning him with Rey Mysterio is brilliant, because they're making him the more important of the two people. Like they're having him save Rey Mysterio. They're having Rey Mysterio lose matches 
to people that are focused on Santos Escobar and not the other way around. And I feel like they've screwed that up so many times over the years when they're trying to develop a character that they're so focused on the guy that they love and that is the the brand, you know, that they is tried and true. Like I'm actually, you know, now because it's Rey Mysterio, I guess they don't get that much credit because it, they're not sacrificing anyone. Like if, they're not doing this to Roman Reigns. You know what I mean? They're not doing this to Seth Rollins. They're not doing this to, you know, whoever. But I do give them credit for positioning those guys in a way that elevates Santos and doesn't make him his like, you know, his lackey. Essentially, I understand. I understand what you're saying. Um, I, by the way, Aaron, for the record, is Will L.A. Knight, and L.A. Knight remains the favorite for Money in the Bank at uh, one to three. So not quite as big as EO is like, but, and, and actually it's a significant difference because EO's minus 600 while the closest is Becky at plus 400 LA Knights minus 300 Logan Paul is at plus 120 and Damian Priest is plus 200. So that's pretty close. Um, I, I've never understood why LA Knight, you know, became the over, not the over, became the, the singular favorite in this match. I've always thought this match screamed, Damian Priest to me, um, and I'm not going to back off of that now. The, I, the Logan Paul thing is a wild card. It absolutely, there is no doubt in my mind that they love the idea of Logan Paul going on social media, holding the briefcase, all of that. I hate it because it's, one, off TV, but more importantly, because it's Logan Paul. And you can't get me to not hate that. I will always eternally hate it. But... If he has told them that he is willing to incorporate the briefcase and things that he's doing um, in pop culture, then they absolutely could end up doing that with Logan Paul. Right. Are they going to sell briefcases of prime drink or whatever? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, Question for you. What yes. are the odds on Logan Paul? I just said they're plus 120. So they're is, just. Is he the second best? He's the second favorite. He's It's LA Knight at uh, one to three. Then Logan Paul just over 1.2 to 1, and then Damian Priest at 2 to 1. Um, I've said all along, I think it's, I think Damian Priest is the answer. I'm not going to move off of that, so shouldn't will Damian Priest for me. Um, I'm going to say the should is LA Knight. That's the should. The should is, you know, and, and when I say that, like, if you're not, if he's not winning this, then the should is you better be doing something else significant with this guy. Because as you point out, he's 40 and you don't have much time to take advantage of the buzz here. He's doing every interview on the planet this week. He uh, apparently has merch coming out, which is a good sign that they they see what's happening and they're actually going to take advantage of it to some degree, right? I don't want to overstate it, but to mm -hmm. some degree. Um, so I'm going to say the should is L.A. Knight, right? The will. I say I I think the will is Damian Priest, and I think that I feel like they've subtly been telling us that he's coming, right? That there's something coming for him, and that there's story they're telling with him and Finn Balor, and or that they're hinting at with him and Finn Balor, and something, you know, a rift within the Judgment Day. I do think, you know, giving Damian Priest more power to sort of um, cause that cause him to be the leader, you know, or whatever of the judgment day or the more, the more, uh, over whatever you want to call it, the, the mm -hmm. focus 
of the Judgment Day. So I'm going to say, will Damian Priest? I, I I really think they put it on him this time. Um, give it I hope him. they do, and I think they should. I think he's always been the most logical answer. I, I understand what we're saying about L.A. Knight, and I just don't know what that looks like to me. Like, I, it's a complicated... Money in the bank is a complicated. What what do what do we want out of that? Like, how do we want them to capitalize on this with LA Knight? To I, I again, it's nice they have a second championship now, so that you know they don't have to do anything dramatic. They if I would almost say let Damian Priest beat Seth Rollins, and then but I, I guess you can't have him. LA Knight's on SmackDown, right? So yeah, I mean. Well, Money in the Bank can do anything, I believe. Yeah, but that's I don't think he should win Money in the Bank because I don't think that's the right way to, to make him a top face. Um, Sammy, I love you, buddy. We're talking. I, 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 do you see me doing a show over here? Do you see that? I love you, kiddo. Sam, who do you think should win the uh, the Money in the Bank? Do you think? Come here. Come here. Yeah. Do you think this is this is an upgrade over Aaron, by the way? Um. Do you think Ricochet, Shinsuke Nakamura, L.A. Knight, Santos Escobar, Butch, Damian Priest, or Logan Paul money in the bank? Who? Yeah, say it, say it so that people can hear you. Um, Turn around. Damian Priest. Damian Priest. That's a smart kid. That's a smart kid. He knows Damian Priest should win. Um... I, I I don't think he should win Money in the Bank. I don't think that's how you create. I don't I don't think like I, the L.A. Knight character that they want to have be a heel. I think it's a great Money in the Bank winner, but he's not that. Like the crowds are too into it. He's not a heel, so I don't like using Money in the Bank for somebody's face turn. I think that's uh, I don't know. I I'm torn with this. I just don't. I don't think this is the right thing for L.A. Knight. It, and that being said, I'm not sure what the right thing is because I get it. I love L.A. Knight. He's amazing. He's he's in absolutely incredible. But I just don't know what the right way is to capitalize on it. Yeah, I, I don't know what the right way is either. I mean, I, I said last week I'd put him against Logan Paul at SummerSlam um, and have Damian Priest win money in the bank. But um, but as far as just like the, the should, you know, in the money in the bank, I always feel like you have the ability to pivot to what you see happening in your shows. And if, if you don't have another plan uh, for him, like if you're not doing him and Logan Paul at SummerSlam, that's why I think it's the should. Uh, I think you need to do something with him that's prominent, that is going to tell people that you hear them and that you are featuring this person. And I, I do think it, this is the one that could become a problem, right? Like, like it's not there yet, but like they were chanting his name in Saudi Arabia at a random press conference. Like that is true. This is the one that could become the thing that like that we thought Seth Rollins would do to Cody or whatever. Like this is the thing that could derail your show is you've got a guy who is organically getting over and you and you man, I, we didn't get the chance to talk about it. I texted Aaron a little bit, but I was like. You you cannot do this to Santos Escobar, right? Like, thankfully, it didn't drown him. But, like, having the segment where you make Santos Escobar, like, you know, 
the 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 baby face of all baby faces, and then bringing him out. Yeah, <laughs> it's not. Yeah, that is not doing him any favors. No, man. it's not helpful. A hundred percent. And and I thought he did it two weeks. Now the thing with Rey Mysterio made a little bit more sense because you're trying to get him heat. It's not gonna work, guys. People want to cheer this guy. Like, um. Anyway, no, there's no doubt. There's no doubt. And I'm I'm not. Look, I I love L.A. Knight. When I say I don't think he should win, I, I love. I adore L.A. Knight, and I always have. I just don't know that this is the way. I don't. Here's, here's the last question I want to ask though about this. Well, for, first of all, we didn't ever address. Do we think anyone's going to cash in? I don't. But again, I I say I think when I say I don't, what I'm saying is I hope they don't. Right. Because like, if it's Damian Priest, I could see a world in which they do the Seth match after, um, because of who the opponent is. Like I could see a world in which you do something there. I'm not saying they should do it, but it piques my interest that Finn Balor's the opponent. And if but, you put, but for him to cash in on Finn or for him to cash in on Seth, either. I mean, there's something there, right? Because yeah. of, you know, if he's out there with them. <laughs> you know I, what I mean? I hear you, but I feel like if he cashed in on Finn, that demands more of Damien and Finn. And, and Sam, I love you. I'm doing a show, buddy. You got to let me do the show, okay? Can you hang on for just a minute? Thank you. I don't know how anybody listens to this. I got to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> I know how that's possible. But that's that's question one, right? Is, is anyone going to cash in? Does anyone have the right opportunity? What to I would cash say in? is how do you not have Seth in the main event? Or in the in the championship match at SummerSlam, you you, you have to. <laughs> yeah, so I don't, so my answer is no. No, okay, right? got it. Like that's my answer then. Now on the women's side, as we kind of pointed out, it's all kind of complicated, but I, I I still don't see it. I still. And this would be the first time ever that they don't do that, right? Oh no, they've done it the next day, right? It, it's just been uh, less than 24 hours, I think. Well, I, Asuka, like, it was it was awkward that she found out the next day that she was That just one doesn't count, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that one doesn't really count. But yeah. Liv was the night of the show, correct? Yeah. Yes. Okay. And then my other question, just like the women's match. If this is the match that has the quote-unquote huge upset, is that Santos Escobar? Yeah, that would be a pretty huge upset. Um, Santos is, I mean, he's 20 to 1. It's uh, Bigger upsets would be Shinsuke. No, Shinsuke is also 20 to 1. Butch is 25 to 1. And Ricochet is 33 to 1. So Ricochet? That, that would be the biggest upset of them all. Ricochet doesn't really lose matches now, does he? No, and like Ricochet is cool, and so you could always do it. And again, with, the sec- with there being another belt, like, I don't know what their thought, and especially if they're going to have this be the belt that's being defended all the time. Why couldn't they let Ricochet win it at some point, right? Like, like does Braun Strowman come back and put him on the shoulders? He takes the briefcase. It's not impossible. It it's really not is. impossible, guys. It's not impossible at all. <laughs> not even a little bit. All right, uh, quickly, let's spend a minute because I I gotta go. Obviously, yeah, we because yeah. here I gotta go. But a minute. Um, I thought Forbidden Door was good for what it was like i i do think that at some point the awkwardness is going to be can they keep just making it an all-star game and not have to do something because what i would almost encourage them to do moving forward is stop putting the belts involved it's it's almost laughable right like they're, they're not nobody's winning the other promotions belts um 
So the, only, the only one to me that sort of worked was the women's match just because she's also an AEW person. So you could like I know we knew Willow wasn't winning just right. because it's Willow. But I'm saying if 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 that was um if that was um uh, someone to, more to the level like a Mercedes Monet and she had been on AEW as well. Mm-hmm. You would actually not know who was going to win that match, right? Yes, that's that's true, but so, that's so a completely... like that one is the one that sort of worked for me. I thought the uh, what match I'm was saying is it's not as if you can never have the belts, but it's almost like you're forcing these belts. Like either you're gonna have to do something where there's like a moment where someone who's not on that promotion wins a major championship in that promotion, and now you have to do something with that. Or I would just say, accept it for what it is. Like the the dude, the Kenny Omega match was wonderful. It was effing wonderful. It was incredible. Um, and it didn't. I, I know that one had the benefit of there was a belt, and we knew kind of that he was going to be dropping it, and so that kind of helped the story. Um, but I don't think you need to make these championship matches in order for the people that care about it to care about it. Like some people, they're just never gonna care because they they don't know who Tanahashi is. But we did know that Tanahashi wasn't winning the AEW World Championship from MJF. So what's the point? Just do it as a match, and then you could create scenarios where you kind of don't know who the winner of the match is going to be. I I just feel like forcing the belts to be involved is now something that is biting them. Because it's so obvious the belts aren't changing hands that it tells you who's going to win, whereas you can make it more compelling if there is more room for there to be surprises about who may or may not win. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I, 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 I to me, that's always been the short sightedness of of wanting these shows, right? Is that like there's always so many roadblocks to make it good or or not good but like it it's never going to matter you know and and you try to pretend like it matters by making the belts up for grabs right but as you just pointed out you know that's a false that's false right. <laughs> it's it's all you know and and until unless the companies were truly integrated and um, that, and by the way, if that's the case, I think that would be, oh my God, it'd be electric, right? Like, yeah, that's where it would be different because then <laughs> you could do that. You could have mm-hmm. people win the belt and and defend it and whatever. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it was really hard. I watched this show. It was really hard for me to get excited about it. Um, I thought there were some really good things, but like as I pointed out, like one of the things that <laughs> honestly piqued my interest the most was that women's match just because a it was really good and and b i was like what if they do actually let willow win the title because there was a part of me yeah again i knew she wasn't but i'm saying when you suspend your disbelief and you watch the show you know she's on aew so like they could give her if even if she lost it wednesday she could win you know she could potentially win i I never i never bought in but i mean i i I hear you but there's an opportunity to buy even if you don't their opportunity is there to buy in you've got a person who's actually on the show who's been integrated into both companies is a champion in the other company like to me that's actually interesting like there's something there right now because of who it is of course we're just gonna say she's losing but the premise is there right the premise is you've got someone who's on your show 
but what even that the scenario that you're presenting, which I'm not I'm, I'm kind of going with for the sake of it, even though I very much disagree. There was never a thought to me that that Willow was winning the belt, but I'll just go with it. But because it's Willow, not because I understand. But it also requires the point that we're talking about, which is the full integration. Willow is the champion, right? Like Willow is that's the reason why you can do this match. Um, even though it wasn't, it wasn't belt for belt, right? It no, was just it was only for it was just for the AEW belt. women's. But like the reason why you could justify this match on the Forbidden Door card is because Willow is fully integrated. So you either have to be more fully integrated, or none of this is relevant. Like you're only right. No, that's scenario. my whole point. Yeah, that's right. my whole point. So it's like, yeah, e- either one is fine by me. But I think the main event proved like. The people that care deeply about Brian Danielson and Okada did not care that there were no belts involved. They cared deeply about the story, about the background of these two guys, about these two performers. And yes, it was fantastic. It was a great match. Um, This this night in general can be the separated. The thing that we made fun of Cody for that is blatantly untrue can be true uniquely about Forbidden Door. The you don't really need stories, although, again, if you if you follow uh, New Japan, they did have stories. It's just that they, they weren't AEW. Even if you're only an AEW fan, you could watch this show and like the matches and be OK with the existence of this show as, you know, a neutral exhibition night of professional wrestling. What, what Cody said that was so stupid was like that professional wrestling doesn't need it. And it's the one of the dumbest things that someone has said. Right. No, professional wrestling has to have storylines. There is no point to professional wrestling without it. it. It's asinine what he said. But for this one night, you can do it and you don't need belts and you don't need anything other than do some really good matches. Yes, for a few people and for maybe even say a lot of people. <laughs> what percent i don't know but it helped that there are some backstories for some of these matches specifically and if you care about new japan wrestling you probably cared about that but for everybody else for those of us that are more casual it's just let's watch the matches because they're good matches and for one night if you're not going to screw with programming and they got around to it like i i remember giving them credit a month ago but they weren't screwing with programming they got there, but it was a short amount of it. It wasn't as much as it was last year. They did a better job of only doing it a week or two of screwing with programming. It's not offensive to just say for one night we're doing an all-star night, and this is what it is, and we don't need to pretend like the championships are a thing. If you want to have one championship match involved that's logical, sure, do that. But it was it was laughable to make the MJF-Tanahashi match be a, a championship match that was laughable that that was what it was i for what it's worth if there was one where i convinced myself it was probably the the jungle boy match right like i could see aw saying hey we're trying to get this guy over as a star he can go out there for a couple of shows after he wins your belt and then come back now clearly they went a completely different direction with Jungle Boy, that's not what they were doing with him whatsoever, but I could have seen that to some extent, but it requires a willingness for integration that they just haven't really shown just yet. So there's just no need to do a, a championship match for the sake of doing a championship match. Just say MJF is facing Tanahashi, and it's what it is, and it's fine. You know what you should have, though? What? Sting jumping off of ladders. Ah, 
totally makes sense and not break, not being able to break both the tables and you know the whole thing. Um, let, me, let let me tell you something. That was really far. <laughs> what yeah. what were they thinking? I don't know what they were thinking. I have no idea what they like were. like. The, that was far enough that I would be like, okay, I know that you're Jeff Hardy, but are you sure? Right. And Sting right. did it. Right. <laughs> um, I mean, I but but that's where we are. Like, what we, where we are is Sting jumps off of something. Ah! <laughs> The company that's supposed to be the wrestling company is like, isn't it the greatest? Legitimately concerned for his safety because his head, yes, did something very uncomfortable. Yes, I mean it was, (laughs) and it looked dreadful. And it was, by the way, why was it necessary to do a second table? Right, like the entire point of this is just it's we're, we're trying to let Sting be involved, and so we'll have him jump off of something because he feels like that's something he could still do. You don't need a second table for that. I, I don't I, I gotta be honest the with you. The second table really is what screwed it up, right? Yes, one hundred percent. Because he hit his head off of it. Yes. Like <laughs> I, I had no that was so weird to me in the aftermath. I'm like, why why was there a second table involved with this? Like, would we all think it was so had have any of us ever thought like, hey, that table uh, break was cool, but it would be really cool if it was somehow two? I I no, never. Never. Um, in fact, two usually doesn't go well. Like two usually it breaks weird. You know, one of them right. doesn't break. Like the guy shifts onto, you know, there's more there's more things to distribute the weight, so it's less likely to break. 100%. I mean, am I wrong about that? A hundred percent. I'm I'm no yeah. expert at, at all, but yeah. I'm just that's just how I feel about it. Um, do we want to deal with um? Do we want to have to watch Adam Cole and MJF try to be friends? I no, they they this has worked this too well too many times. I disagree. We're gonna disagree wholeheartedly about this. This has worked. Um, MJF. Although do a song and dance kind of thing, like whatever. Well, they won't do that. They're not gonna. Whatever gonna the do. thing is, they do right. Yeah, video they're games. Not, they're, They'll they're play not. video games or something. Correct. Whatever they do. MJF in particular has made this work every time. Um, it, it does it run into it's too much of a trope? I don't know. I think this is going to be very short lived. Um, I I don't actually ever think you'll get to the point where like Adam Cole will convince himself that maybe MJF really is his friend. I don't think we'll ever go there. I think this will be a very very quick thing. It was to say uh, they did the bit with Roderick Strong where he said something. He's like, "Oh, don't worry, he doesn't watch the show back or whatever." Okay, that was pretty. I, did I, you see I, that? I, like right before he got I, in the. Yeah, I missed that's what he said, but I did see, and that makes all the sense in the world. He was. He was like. Funny. He was like, "Do you trust this guy?" He's like, "No, not at all." But he doesn't watch the show back or something like well, that. Well, and I, the concept of doing something like this typically within storyline is create a scenario where for a minute you actually believe, right? Like. Right. But I don't think that's where they're going with this. I think this is a very quick, you know, MJF tries to use him to make him weak. Adam Cole never writes in. And when MJF, you know, thinks he's turning, there's like MJF at one point is celebrating Adam Cole in the ring in two weeks. Like, let's have an Adam Cole appreciation night. Adam Cole, step up, make a speech. And then MJF is lining up to 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 take him out and Roderick Strong's waiting for him because Adam Cole never believed that for a second yeah. MJF meant any of this 
Well, and, it, it, you're right. This isn't really can they coexist. This isn't really that. This is something different. Yeah, it's it's utterly something different. And, 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 and also it's different than the other two times or whatever they've done it because it's typically been another maybe not heel, but like not necessarily a face either. Right. Like right. this is the first time right. it's been a true someone you're pushing as a true face. Yeah. Um, so. I, yeah. I'm okay with it for a little while. I think it's I think it's almost you know it's. I, Are I they doing like, this entire tag team tournament just for this purpose? No, maybe. I mean, maybe. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's the only mention I've heard of it is in the context of them right. having to be partners. Right. Like there's been no matches. There's been no other. I mean, unless I maybe on maybe on some show I don't watch like on Dark or something. They, I don't know. Well, I don't I don't watch uh, Rampage anymore either. So. Oh, there's the new LA Knight shirt. Oh, you got it? It, it. Well, no, it popped up uh, on Twitter. It's a yeah. It just says yeah a whole bunch of times. <laughs> the new LA Night yeah I'm shirt. Not, I'm not sure how I feel about that. It's kind of ugly. So, um, is this Carlito thing real? Is this a real? What What do you mean? I don't. Know, random shit keeps popping up on Twitter, like breaking news. Like that makes sense because there's a show happening right now as we speak. Um. Apparently, Carlito signed with WWE. Well, that was like we we heard stuff about that two weeks. Well, we heard rumors, but is it real? Well, we actually been confirmed. I don't know, but we had heard that he had canceled an appearance because. Oh, okay. This is just yeah, someone repurposing that. Yeah, 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 yeah. My algorithm's all jacked up. Well, I don't know. There's a story from something three hours ago. Um, Yeah. The apparently Dave Meltzer confirmed that that story was true. So. Darren Drostoff died. Yeah, that's that's. Oh man. Sad. Um. So, so uh, you know, on top of it, Darren was a um, uh, he played football at Maryland. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah, he had played, and and I had been trying to get in touch with him for a while to to introduce him to uh, AJ. I don't know if AJ ever connected with him. Um, he kind of stopped being involved he kind of stopped like for a little while didn't let me me make sure i have this right didn't a few you know like i want to say 10 years after everything didn't he and delo actually like go out and do events together for a little while draws and (laughs) delo yeah i think so i'm trying to I could have sworn that they ended up and again. It so mm-hmm. all right. I, I'm not finding it, but I'm I could have sworn D'Lo clears the air about draws. Yeah, I'm not finding it. I could have sworn though there was a point where those guys ended up like going out and doing appearances together. And, you know, trying to make something of it and draws kind of accepting, you know, this is where he was and this is what he needed to do and all that. I don't know, but it's. uh, No, there's a quote. So there's no hatred from draws toward me. We both understand the risks we take when go in the ring. It's dangerous in there just because it's predetermined. That's why we have the PSAs of kids don't try this at home. As far as draws and I are concerned, we're boys. We're good. We've talked throughout the years. He is. He has a place in my heart. There's not a day that goes by that I don't think about him. There's no blame on either side from either person. Yeah, but I thought they – I could have sworn they actually did in like a couple of events together. I could have sworn there was a story about that. But I'm, maybe I'm maybe I'm completely making that up. 
I don't know. I, I tried getting in touch with Draws over the years, and um, I just, you know, look, he needed round-the-clock medical care because, you know, he was a quadriplegic. You know what I mean? Like, he... Um, that was the reality for him. Um, I, it's, it's such a sad, God, it's so sad. It's, it's, it's sad because it's sad that he died at a young age, but it's sad that he lived the the majority of his life, um, you know, being incapable of doing the things that he wanted to do. It's, I don't know. I don't, I don't have a whole lot more to say about it, but. Um, it's just an, it's very sad. It's extraordinarily sad. And yeah, draws for those that didn't know um, before. And he played in the NFL too for a minute. Um, but he was a Maryland football player. Um, and and of course, you know, famously, <clears throat> he's gonna puke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the I, by the, the way, the, if I want if I remember this correctly, he played at Maryland the same time that Kevin Plank played at Maryland. Um, and I think they might have even been like friends and Kevin Plank might have helped him out. So, um, but man, that just sucks. That sucks. All right. Well, cool. Fun. Let's wrap up the show that way. Way to go. (laughs) All right. Well, here's, here's, um, only my six year old could come back up here to lighten the mood. Well, what one thing that could lighten the mood is I just saw, I have not heard it yet, but I just saw that apparently Lil Uzi Vert has put out a song called Nakamura that is him rapping really? over. Yeah, we got to play this, right? Uh, oh, I mean, I I want to hear it. Dude, this this is gonna be a played at football games. <laughs> uh, I don't know about that, but it's cool. It's cool. No, I'm saying because okay, so like we know about the chant because we hear it in the arenas, right? Right. This attaches the chant to the song, which makes I hear it you. a football I hear stadium. You. I I like I think it could be. I don't know that it will be. Like I mean, yeah. I think it's it's possible. Right, I anyway, gotta go. I gotta Twitter, make... Twitter's freaking out about that. So oh, it's cool. That's it's cool. Pretty cool. That's cool. I gotta All make right. sure my kid's not dead. <laughs> For some reason, I got left with my six-year-old today. I said that, would be, that would be a good thing. I got. I said I gotta record the show. She said okay, and then did not give a rat's ass, which is what I'm dealing with in my life. All but right. It's... Well, I'll just go ahead and start plugging some stuff. Please. So Rams had live. We just announced on Tuesday, September 19th, saliva and drowning pool with Adelina's Ooh, way but... and. No, and, <laughs> and any given sin, uh, any given sin uh, being from Maryland. Uh, so that's on September 19th. Tickets are on sale now. Also, um, Korean superstar Eric Nam comes to Ramson Live on October 3rd. Tickets are flying for that one. They're on sale now. And Colony House uh, returns to Baltimore. Ramson Live on Saturday, October 7th. Tickets are on sale now. As always, um, you can get all tickets at RamsonLive.com. At 
uh, Rams Head Live on Instagram and Twitter for all new show announcements. And, you know, you'll see some pictures and some videos from all of our shows and stuff like that. And then, as always, I am at Brandon Linton on Twitter. Very good. Uh, He would be at AJ Francis. Oh, sorry. Let me go back for a second. I'm Glenn Clark. Glenn Clark Radio on Twitter. GlennClarkRadio.com for me. Um, also, I'll be uh, I'm doing mornings on uh, the Fourth of July for sure on 105.7. So, can tune oh. in. Oh, yeah. Are you looking forward to that? Oh, can't wait. Nothing like being up at 4 a.m. on a holiday. Um, and then I feel like there was something else. Oh, don't forget uh, the soft uh, the softy homecoming event with Show Your Soft Side. Please, please support that. We are um, weren't able to do our big event project runway because it was right when the arena was about to open, so we had to take a year off. Before we bring it back, but support animals in our area, showyoursoftside.org is the website. Click on events and you'll find the details for Softy Homecoming on July 13th. Um, He would be at the Aoster and would tell you something about the Circa, whatever it is. I don't know, but Circa, 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 Circa. Uh, and then he would be yeah, do, do that circus survive thing. The, Correct. Whatever something about circus survive playing in yeah, Vegas. I think that's exactly what it is. Is go see circus survive is what he wants you to do. And then <laughs> I'm uh, he, the other one would be at AJ Francis 410 for all of his stuff on uh, social. Uh, for Brandon, for Aaron, and for the main event. Bent. 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 AJ Francis. I'm Glenn Clark. This has been. A very disturbing broken edition of Jobbing Out. Jobbing Out. Oh, am I supposed to do something here? I've, I've got nothing. 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 They thought I fell off and they said I wouldn't be back on that.